0: Coming to you live from a fogged out apartment somewhere in the United States, it's the TH Cinema Podcast. Welcome everybody to the TH Cinema Podcast. My name is Dan, and with me as always is the Bayou Buffalo and Sweet (laughs) Heat to my Mardi Gras mustard.
1: You (laughs) dipping son of a gun.
0: The Troy Kotzer win and Beyonce performance to my unnamed other incident. That was a mouthful. Snort. Hello. Silent John. Hey. And Frank couldn't be here tonight. And so we just finished getting really, really high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're waiting for some chicken to show up before we watch our uh, <laughs> best picture winner, Coda.
2: Yeah, and you know, lots a Popeye's.
0: Nothing like Popeye's chicken and Best Picture winners. <laughs> <laughs> Such a perfect pairing. But before that, obviously a lot happened this week. So we're going to take it from the bottom of the hill and work our way towards the top. Okay. Uh, so first on the slate, we got uh, Bruce Willis retiring from acting.
1: This is one of those things that has kind of seemed like it was coming. There's been a lot of uh, circulation about, you know, his diagnosis um, that came out a couple days ago for a couple months now, maybe even for a couple years now. But I've only recently started seeing it and it's kind of uh, it's a tough pill to swallow. You know, we've definitely dogged on everybody's favorite Christmas movie, Die Hard. He is, you know, at the helm of that movie. But, I mean, it's still Bruce Willis. We still appreciate him. Yeah. So, it sucks to see it come to an end this way.
2: Yeah, it's just sad. But, I mean, his career to be proud of. Good for him.
0: Yeah, end of the day, I, I love me some Bruce Willis. You know, Die Hard excluded as a Christmas movie. Die Hard as an action movie. On board with. <laughs> Die Hard 3 on board with. Whole 9 yards, very on board with. But with this retirement and everything, I do see why he did put out, like, you know, 10 movies last year. You gotta get that last thing like last money grab so right. that you can live comfortably for the rest of your life. All credit to him. Uh, I did see that the Razzies came out and took back their Bruce Willis award today.
2: Hey, that was a nice thing to do.
1: Yeah, I'm very happy with them. I, th- I think that's the best call they could have done. Yeah, very respectful move.
0: I, I was reading like Kevin Smith came out on Twitter and like because he like really busted on Bruce Willis after Cop Out like very bad.
1: <laughs> I guess I didn't see that. He <laughs> and, just
0: tore into him? Yeah, well, and like after the movie came out he him and Bruce Willis have had a feud since that movie. Dang,
1: okay. That's and
0: news day. Me. <laughs> yeah, he came out and like apologized to him publicly and everything also. And nice. All around classy moves from everything surrounding it and Bruce Willis
1: himself.
2: Yeah, it seems like something that everyone's sad about and everyone's supporting him.
1: I think it's nice to see just how much respect he is being given. I think it's something that is, you know, rightful and I'm glad that people are doing the right thing and trying to make those amends and try to support him in the time that I think people need him the most. It's a it's a good move that Hollywood has done this week. One of few.
0: Yeah, and in other return News you've got Jim Carrey coming out saying uh Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is going to be his last
1: role.
2: What a, what a movie to go out with.
1: <laughs> it's you know, it's a surprise that he's doing this, but that fact alone is just the big like, huh? What? Jim no. I did watch
0: the first Sonic the Hedgehog because Dan is Dan. Uh, so yeah, I grew up on uh, Jim Carrey, like, you know, Ace Ventura, The Mask, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Like, I do wish he would have gone out on a more you know, classier, like, older statesman yeah, type right. of role because that's how I viewed his, like, waning years of his career being, and now we don't get those, you know what I mean? Uh, we do avoid the the corpses of his past roles being dragged out and him being forced to be in them, so that's a positive. Yeah,
1: We're not going to get the Carrie burnout, you know?
0: Now. Yeah, we're not going to get Son of Ace Ventura in 20 years, you know what I mean? Like, oh, we get to avoid that whole thing.
1: Yeah, it's kind of nice for him to go out on his own terms, I guess. If, if this is where he wants to call it quits, who are we to say no to that? But, I mean, I have just recently watched the Truman Show for the first time, so this is like the worst time to hit me with this news, because I was really jumping on the Jim Carrey train. I was like, man, this guy's got the chops, and that's all over now, so fuck me, I guess. <laughs>
2: I don't really have much about Jim Carrey retiring, but I did see him in an interview call out all the um, celebrities at the Oscars, called him spineless for giving Will Smith a standing ovation.
0: Yeah, I've gone back and forth on this measure a couple times. I don't really want to discuss it a lot. Don't want to give it, you know, it's the conclusion that I've come to is that it's just ugly on all sides of it, on every single perspective of this thing is just wrong and ugly and messy and gross. And I don't even want to talk about it.
1: Yeah, I agree. I. You know, I wasn't a huge Will Smith fan before the Oscars. Supported the idea of him winning as he ended up doing that night. And then he goes and does the slap. And it's just, how can you root for somebody like that? You know, how can we support somebody who thinks that that was a good choice? National TV. No shame. Just, yeah, fuck it. It's just, it's like you said, it's not worth really diving into. It's just a shitty situation.
2: I agree with the feel. It's just a sad thing for the rest of the show. Yeah,
0: well, controversy aside, there were some actual good moments that do instill faith in the Oscars such as our best supporting actress winner
2: yeah ariana DeBose. kind of what everyone thought was going to happen she gave a great speech that night and she was history making she was the first openly queer woman to win
1: oh that's a cool little little honor and like you said smart yeah rightfully deserved very happy for her i I didn't see it going any other way but I, i wouldn't argue the outcome at all congrats Off the heels of that, though, we have our best actress of the night, Jessica Chastain.
2: Another one we got right. She also had a great speech that night.
1: Yeah, this was another one that, like you said, was definitely expected. But once again, the best choice in my eyes. Hey, Kristen Stewart, you also did great. But I I felt like this is who should win. So, once again, happy for her as well.
2: And then, obviously, like we said, Will Smith won his award. And then, leading into the movie we are watching tonight, Troy Kotzer won for Best Supporting Actor. And I don't know, what do you think? Best Speech of the Night?
1: Oh, I absolutely loved it. I I kind of assumed it was going to be the Best One of the Night, just given we've seen him give a whole bunch. And at every award show, he kind of just steals it with his speeches. And I think that it was probably one of the most most heartfelt and honest speeches I've ever seen. You can tell how appreciative of the award he was and how much it meant to him. I mean, this guy has done little to no work up until this point on film, and now he's an Oscar winner. Like, it's such a fantastic story on top of being, you know, deaf. So he was probably my favorite winner of the night, I would say. Yeah,
0: I did read that he was uh, He was actually a Mandalorian. Really? He played the Tusken Raider, and he actually invented the Tusken Raider sign language that they use in Mando.
1: Dang, that's, that's awesome honestly pretty badass oh, wow. that is, that's a troy kotzer fun fact
0: <laughs> troy kotzer academy award-winning star wars universe alumni <laughs> dang, go disney plus <laughs> dang they got him before he blew up the algorithm's working in advance now his
1: career is on speed run castle run
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so back to our oscars talk the final big award to influence what we're watching tonight went to Coda.
1: yeah Coda, in my opinion is honestly a really good movie when we first watched it i walked away enjoying it thought it was a little cheesy but it it was a, a fun movie to watch and i'm glad that we did award season began and it was getting nominated good for it wasn't winning a lot cool and then we ramp up to the oscars and now here we are Best Picture. Don't know if I agree with that, but maybe reviewing it tonight will change my opinion.
0: Yeah, it's been a hot minute for me since I've watched a, a Best Picture winner because of the fact that it's a Best Picture winner or because of the fact that it nominated because, you know, Dan and the Oscars. <laughs>
1: you don't typically get along.
0: But I'm excited to see it. You know, uh, the talk that I've heard about it and the way that you guys have described it feels like I could enjoy it and that the content's very good, if not, you know, the rest of the stuff, obviously, you know. Apparently it's no Dune, but... <laughs> On the technical side, but story-wise, I think it's going to be a good little ride. You know, I think it's got that kind of like Little Miss Sunshiney type vibe. You know, maybe not like musically, because like Little Miss Sunshine had a very specific kind of like feel to it, like mm-hmm. vibe like that. But like you know, kind of art housey, heavy, dramatic, light comedy ish kind of story. You know, it's just missing a little touch of Tony Collette. <laughs> be good to go
2: no i think like you said i think you're gonna like this movie i really like this movie i just don't know if i like it being best picture but if you take that away from it like overall it's a really good movie so i'm excited to watch it again another fun fact about this movie is this was the first streaming service to win best picture
0: yeah it's a big get for streaming services you know it's a benchmark that was bound to get crossed at some point but i hope it's not part of the reason that it, 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 it won it it's like oh we need to you know a little token of appreciation Appreciation for the streaming services.
1: See, I don't think so because Netflix has been in this Oscar game for a while and they still haven't won. It's almost like at this point, Netflix walked so things like Apple could run.
2: Yeah, with Apple winning this year, you're able to tell that the Academy doesn't hate streaming services. They just hate Netflix.
1: It's not business, it's personal. It's (laughs) Netflix. I was going to say that they just bitch slapped Netflix every year, but then it reminded me of Will Smith.
0: Yes, at the end of the day, I'm, you know, not like super excited to see this movie, but I'm also not super disappointed. It was definitely on that list that I made last time of, you know, won't be disappointed if it wins. So we'll give it a shot, man. Fuck it. Fuck it.
2: Fuck it.
0: (laughs) All right, motherfuckers. Well, it's about time to munch down on some delicious chicken.
2: Mm -mm.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't expecting that. How can I follow that up? (laughs) (laughs) Just like that. (laughs)
0: All right, Chicken and Coda, let's do it. Let's do it. Do it. And now, our feature presentation. Norton John found the movie and bought the snacks and we're back. And we just watched Academy Award-winning Coda.
2: Yeah. So, Dan, this being your first time watching, what's your initial thoughts?
0: I think I enjoyed it as much as it's supposed to be enjoyed. I think it's the kind of movie that's... It's made for Oscars. It's definitely kind of tailored for it. You know, it's it's meant to tug at you a little bit. It's kind of sweet. It's kind of funny. It's right there in that, like, kind of area all over the place. Uh, performances were really good. I was really a fan of the acting. I thought the uh, sound design was very good. I don't know if the technicals... Because they didn't air them, so... I'm sure Dune won. <laughs> but overall you know like i said it was one of the oscar nominees that when we went over it last week of okay if i have to watch it moderately enjoy
2: and that's how you still feel
0: yeah
1: nice i think that that makes total sense i mean coda is a movie i ne- honestly never thought i would watch again and now that we were i guess snort and i have watched it again and dan you for the first time i feel like it helped me enjoy it a little bit more but it's it's still a very formulated movie you know it's nothing new we've seen this a million times it doesn't reinvent any sort of wheel but it's still solid all around
0: yeah i mean i am kind of glad that it was like the last time you guys watched it was like back in january so it's been some time to like get it off the plate then back on it's not like you just had to watch it like last week and then you watched it (laughs) again this week (laughs) Because I'm sure that would have been a little bit more, you know, difficult. But what I'm sure you were able to do a little bit more was uh, actually be able to appreciate the the performances in the movie. Because for me, with my first viewing, like, I had to really kind of hone in on the subtitles and for I watch naturally I watch all of my TV and movie with subtitles but for some reason in this movie I kind of found it a little distracting because I wanted to watch what they were doing I wanted to watch the emotion in their hands and I found myself as a, as the movie went on later and later like doing that a little bit more like kind of skipping up from the subtitles really quickly to see what they're doing Instead of doing what I naturally do, which is locking on the subtitles. (laughs) I mean, like I was saying, like, during the movie, I didn't even realize it was Marley Matlin until, like, halfway through the movie, almost. (laughs) Because, I mean, I wasn't really watching what they were doing. I was subtitle watching, so I was following the story, you know?
2: Yeah, watching it a second time, I definitely paid more attention to the acting than the subtitles since i already knew like where the story was going and i'm so happy i got to be able to do that because the way that they are so expressive and stuff it's so entertaining to watch like it's captivating to watch them sign and show all the emotion in their face and stuff throughout the movie
1: yeah, I agree. And weirdly enough, the f- on the first viewing, I feel like I paid more attention to those mannerisms than the subtitles. So this was kind of almost a reverse experience for me. I honed in more on the subtitles on this viewing just because I thought it was so unique and so good what they were doing. I just think it was very impressive in, in all the actors' uh, performances in this movie. Yeah,
0: it really made me want to like know ASL just to be able to appreciate like the intensity with how they were speaking with their hands right. and everything. That's like an extra level of acting, being able to, what would be a vocal exercise, be able to emote with your hands and with your emotions on your face. Like, Troy Kotzer's performance in this was just beautiful. Like, I completely see why he got the Oscar. Well deserved it. It was amazing. It was emotive. Like, just beautiful and you know the parts that were light-hearted and funny like he just covered the entire spectrum
2: yeah that's one of my favorite parts about this movie is like the funny parts are i think so unexpected for a movie like this that it makes it even funnier
1: yeah and i think specifically like with troy kotzer he is very expressive as as he signs and i feel like you can feel the emotion that he puts behind everything you know that he's trying to say to the people who you know don't know sign language and i i'm just i can't be happier that he is now an academy award winner and i really hope that people you know are more accepting you know of, of deaf people and i hope that he and everybody else in this movie gets more roles Every, everybody like i said just nails it time after time in this movie for as simple of a story as it is, it still hits you in the feels.
0: Yeah. He's the second deaf actor to win an Oscar, and the first deaf actor to win an Oscar was actually Marley. Oh, that's right. Okay. Maitland.
1: Yeah. yeah, they lost me for a second. In this but... movie,
0: you've got, you, you know, raw talent right there. Such a fantastic yeah. cast, all around, great performances.
2: Good for them.
1: They're making magic with their movies here.
2: Can we talk about another performance that's probably my second favorite character in this movie? After the dad is the teacher. How great is he?
0: So I fucking love this actor. <laughs> I had no idea he was in this movie either. So he's a Spanish actor named Eugenio Derbez. He did a couple of movies um Instructions Not Included and How to Be a Latin Lover which were like super low budget i remember them being like blockbuster when i worked back in the day and shit. he did dora the explorer but he also did a gender flipped version of overboard with kurt russell and goldie hahn but he did it with anna ferris where he was the guy that got amnesia after he fell off the boat and she pretended he was the husband and made him do housework around the house and it's fucking hilarious he's hilarious i love that guy and in this movie (laughs) Loved him. Fucking (laughs) loved him. Favorite part of the movie.
2: He was a sassy teacher, not putting up a bullshit.
0: But can we talk about how amazing of a teacher he was also? (laughs) She was going up to him and she would sing terribly. And then he'd be like, one note. I'm telling you to do one thing different.
1: Perfect pitch.
2: (laughs) He'd be so excited and proud of her.
1: Yeah, he was almost pretty much like a second father figure to her. And I I really loved following their relationship, and I loved the ups and downs, and once again, very hallmarky, but man, still got me.
0: All I could think watching it was, like, a fun whiplash. (laughs) Because
1: he's, like, he's as much of of an asshole as you can be to, like, high school kids, you know?
2: It's like PG whiplash.
1: (laughs) Whiplash on the Disney
0: Channel. (laughs) So the majority of the story is pretty much about how, like, She's the only one that hears in the family and she's dealing with being that, that interpreter and being torn between her own dreams and what she wants to do and her obligation to family and how she needs to be there for them because, you know, she she's the only one that they really rely on. And the family business is going under, you know, she's the one on the boat that's kind of keeping it all together and she's the glue and she wants to pursue her own dreams. And I think it's a very sweet, but, you know again it's a very like tick
1: that's an oscar movie yeah
0: you know what i mean but that doesn't make it any less good than what it is because it's still like you said it's still a very good movie
1: yeah it just has that that heartwarming aspect of it to where it's really hard to dislike it i mean it's it's not the best movie ever it is an oscar winner and i'm still i'm still digesting that uh, still after this viewing um but like I said, I'm happy that we did watch it again. And I think I enjoyed it enough that maybe I'll watch it a third time down the road. If I ever just need something that's kind of like uplifting.
0: Yeah. Well, the only context I have for this is that, it, you know, Don't Look Up versus <laughs> this movie. Those are the Tabasco <laughs> movies I saw in the category. And yes, Coda, you win.
2: <laughs> Got your vote. I think this movie is a really, really good movie. Do I think it was like the best picture this season? No, not because of, like, technical stuff with it, but I think it's a great movie for what it is, and I think it's a good story. Hits you in the feels, but, and it's funny at the same time.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like a sitcom wrapped in a drama movie. Uh, The first two acts, I felt, they they were good. They kind of dragged a little bit. The little montages kind of stood out a little bit, like, a little awkward here and there. Those were the pieces that felt like really sitcom-y to me, <laughs> you know what I mean, like them yeah, all okay. waiting around the computer for her to get her acceptance letter like that was very much like full house.
1: <laughs> oh
2: and see, I love that part,
0: but I think the third act was very uh, very, very beautifully well done like the the whole piece like once you got to the concert hall and like that's that's mm-hmm. the oscar winning. Piece of this movie, and I completely see why it won just based on that piece alone. Because the scene in the concert hall was beautiful. Uh, not the not the one where she's auditioning, but the one where like they're watching the reactions of everybody else reacting mm-hmm. to her yeah. singing on stage, and the 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 emotion on their faces of missing out on that, and like her out there knowing that. They, like it it was beautiful. Like there was so much subtext and so much stuff going on, and it was it was beautiful.
1: Well, and to touch on what you said earlier about you know like the sound design of it in that scene in specific it pains to them and them viewing everybody's reactions and then the sound cuts out and it puts you in that that uncomfortable curious situation and it kind of really makes it smack in the face on the the reality of trying to support your daughter but also like this is just the reality of it you you don't ever really get to because you you can't hear you know
0: yeah and i, I like the way that they did frame the reality of it like how you know She's trying to study and there's a bunch of noise around the house because that's how you would expect, you know, children to deaf parents. Like that's the kind of life that they have to grow up in. You know, it's a very interesting. It's very well done. It's a good movie.
2: It gives a whole new perspective on stuff I've never thought about before.
1: Well, and to see the way that they, you know, react to things that that we react to in a different but almost the same way. Like my favorite scene is towards the end where they're sitting on the truck bed and, you know, Troy Kotzer's character asks uh, his daughter to sing and she begins to and he just places his hand on her throat and, you know, kind of her chest to feel the vibration of it. And to see him kind of have those same reactions that he witnessed everybody and at the actual uh, concert, it, it just, man... Probably probably the best moment for me in this whole movie. The emotional punch that it, it uppercuts you with. Ah, chef's kiss.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100%. The first two acts, they were just like kind of very very much Olive Garden, very much cut Alfredo. <laughs> and then the third act, that's the standing ovation of an act. Like it's just a beautiful little wrap up.
1: It does wrap up with a nice little bow. Like I don't wanna say like most Oscar winners do. But this is this is probably the first feel good Oscar winner in a long time, I feel like.
2: Yeah, I'd say so.
0: Yeah, I do wanna say stand out, go to the movie is her friend, her brother's girlfriend person, the, the bartender chick. Like for me, like I was like, Aw, you're just you're such a sweetheart. <laughs> Helping putting bags in trunks signing during the concert, like just doing nice things all
1: around, you know? Yeah, when you put it that way, every scene she's in, she's doing something to help them pretty much.
2: Well, yeah, because it's her best friend and then she likes the brother.
1: Yeah, but it's still nice to see that kind of kindness in the world, you know?
2: I feel like she's just like an honorary part of the family.
1: Yeah,
0: but I think
2: she's got
1: that hospitality spirit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You don't have to help someone else put
0: bags in the car if you're taking them to college. True. There was also a... uh, excuse the pun, deep dive into the uh, fishing industry of what I'm assuming is the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, are we Pacific Northwest? Pacific Northeast?
1: Northeast, I think. Yeah, because In Massachusetts, maybe?
2: Outside of Boston, because she's...
0: For outside of Boston, there was a surprising lack of accents.
1: There was... I noticed that only one time there was a lady when they they buy the building for their their fish company who was helping box fish up. I heard one... I can't even remember what word it was because I said it out loud. That was the only Boston accent I heard. Very disappointing.
0: Yeah, so, okay, so we did get a deep dive into the world of the Pacific North, well, no, the Atlantic Northeast. That's more The Northeast appropriate. Atlantic, the Northeast Atlantic <laughs> fishing industry and the regulations therein. Uh, you know, the, the awkwardness of her having to be the interpreter in these big business situations and, you know, her dad's getting more and more angry at what's going on. And, like, again, it's just seeing what, she was struggling with the performance with the angst you could see on her face it was just very very beautiful
2: see i feel like that when she is uh telling her family that she wants to go to college and that she likes singing and stuff and she tells them that she's like exhausted like having to interpret for them all the time which god i could only imagine how exhausting that has to be you know
1: And to think about, like, how young she still is in this movie. I mean, she's in high school, but she's been doing this her whole life. And for once, she wants to do something on her own. But it's almost like you, you know, being the child of of deaf parents, it's almost a moral obligation for her. So that's what I I love about this movie is you know you're going to get the happy ending. And I do think that it's happier than I expected it to be. I didn't think I was going to feel the way that I do, especially after the second viewing. I feel like this movie almost hit me harder the second time around. Dan, there there actually is um, one more character I was curious for your thoughts on. The love interest in this movie.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> okay, hold on. Set it up again. Set it up again.
1: So, Dan, I, I am actually curious about one other thing with this movie. It, it was a hot topic while we watched it. The love interest in this movie was uh, not the best character in the world. What are, what are your thoughts on him?
0: Okay, so I've kind of gushed over the performances
1: in this movie a lot
0: during this post show because they were all beautiful and they thought every performance in this movie is great because the kid that was playing i don't even know his name miles is his name miles i think it's Miles. looks like a miles (laughs) (sighs) fucking miles the kid who was playing miles this kid was just furniture man like he was a bookshelf (laughs) that's why i don't count him in the rest of the performances this kid was fucking dry fucking toast with Low sodium butter on it, man.
2: I think he's a a piece of like wheat toast, though.
0: No, no, I dig, I dig a little bit of wheat toast. He doesn't even get that extra little grain <laughs> flavor. All right, I'm talking like this guy is like Kroger brand white toast, overcooked slightly. With I can't believe it's not. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't disagree with that.
0: He was just, he was just out of such a, I don't even think it's like, you know, compared to the rest of the great performances in this movie. I don't even think it's one of those situations.
1: I think it's more or less that because of how good everybody else is, his character doesn't need to be that good, but he still didn't, you know, get over that hump, I feel.
0: You could have replaced this kid with any other kid. You could have replaced this kid with Hayden Christensen's Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> Andrew Garfield's <laughs> first amazing Spider-Man.
2: I feel like they just went to a high school and went up to a kid and was like, hey, you want to be in a movie? And that's who we got.
0: Yeah, is he like a producer's son? Is, that, <laughs> is, is it one of those situations? Is that what's going on here?
2: I'm about to see what else this kid's credited for.
1: Well, it's like the more I think about his character and the purpose he serves, those are the, the scenes that make it, that makes this movie feel very disney-esque or hallmark-esque when he's not around pretty solid movie
0: it just seems like maybe ben platt just wasn't available or something <laughs> this was was he a stand-in for ben platt on something
2: <laughs> no remember ben platt's getting too old for that we've seen that recently mm-hmm. oh yeah
0: ben <laughs> Ben platt's 30 year old ass cannot play a 16 year old anymore
1: i don't know if Kono wins best picture if ben platt was playing this character
0: But are you telling me there's no other, like, 18 to 24-year-old guy in L.A. that can fucking sing a little bit? (laughs)
1: Because
0: even that, that wasn't, like,
1: noteworthy. Yeah, the first time I watched it and he started singing, I was like, that feels off.
2: Okay, so it doesn't look like he's been in much. But the first thing that he's credited for is in 2016 called Sing Street, where it looks like he's also singing and playing a guitar.
1: Yeah, no, he's... I think, okay, that makes sense. He's definitely the main character of that movie. We used to see that trailer so much when it first came out.
0: Okay, hold on, wait. I got one more I'm working on. He looks like if in a Walmart version of a straight-to-DVD Jonas Brothers knockoff movie, okay? Okay, let's, let's say you go to Walmart, all right? You're at Walmart right now. Okay. You're walking down the DVD aisle. And there's some knockoff Jonas Brothers type band in the Walmart bargain bin DVD thing for like five bucks. That's
1: right. Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. You pick up that motherfucker. You take it home, you watch it. In the movie, the knockoff Jonas Brothers go to a Walmart and in that DVD bargain bin find a knockoff Jonas Brothers style band. This kid is the least liked one in that Jonas Brothers band.
2: He's Kevin. <laughs> Hey, does this change anything for you to know that he is Irish?
1: Not in the least.
2: (laughs) Interesting, (laughs) though.
1: He's just still. How do you even describe that character in.
2: Just, he's boring, uninteresting. He doesn't seem like he's interested in anything. He's just there.
1: He'd be like if
0: you went to Starbucks. No, not Starbucks. He'd be like if you went to, like. Shitty Starbucks, whatever shitty Starbucks is in your town, you know there's one. Just the y- gas station? Yeah. <laughs> and you order just foam.
1: Oh! Ew. Like just
0: <laughs> foam. No flavor, no coffee, just foam. And a straw. Ew. What kind of psychopath does that? <laughs> the same casting director who picks this fucking
1: kid.
2: <laughs> this is a perfect way to describe it though, I totally know what you mean.
1: <laughs> Dang. Oh, I can't. What was that? That casting director we just talked about, like, two, what was? What was the last movie we did? Oh, Melanie Melson. <laughs> <laughs> this was no Melanie pick. I couldn't think of her name.
0: No, this is not a Allison Jones situation.
1: <laughs> Nothing. Nope. This is. This has gone gone off the rails. I think.
0: But Soggy Bread Boy aside, um, yeah, I enjoyed watching this movie. I I don't think I'm gonna, you know, stop if it's on the TNT and I'm scrolling (laughs) on by. It's not a Forrest Gump, but, you know, solid Oscar contender and solid Oscar winner.
2: I agree with what you just said, but I have a question from that. This is like a streaming movie. Do you think any time in the future, if Cable is still a thing, streaming movies get put on like tnt oh yeah you think that's gonna happen
1: i I think so oh
2: okay
0: well i mean at this point it's like somebody should just start a company that bundles together all the streaming services so you can watch them all and you pay less of a price
2: like all just their original stuff well that's
0: like i'm saying like instead of well instead of like you know i'm subscribing to netflix and i'm subscribing to hulu and i'm subscribing to disney plus like there needs to be a company out there that buys like 50,000 subscriptions of all of them okay but because they're buying 50,000 subscriptions of all of them they get them from the company for a discount so they get them for like 10 bucks off each or not 10 bucks off each but let's say they get them for half price then they bundle them all together sell all five of them at the rate of seven dollars each instead of five instead of the ten dollars each that they normally are but higher than the five dollars each they profit the two dollars each like i was thinking about this the other night like why doesn't somebody just do that? Why doesn't somebody just bundle all the streaming services
1: together? And then, you know what it popped in my head? It's just fucking cable. <laughs> yeah, I was about to hit you with a G willickers. willikers. I, I've heard that before. <laughs> We're just going in circles, man.
2: We're never happy. We can't be content with anything.
0: We had it right the first time. <laughs> we just moved the content somewhere else and did it again. We're doing it all over
1: again, man. I was going to say we're bringing the cords back, but it'll all still be wireless.
0: But what's wireless but cords that are just frequencies. <laughs> it's just cords, man.
1: And then we'll get fed up with that, and then we're going to branch off into 20 more streaming services. Then
0: it's just going to be quantum. That's just cords, too. It's just string theory. That's cords. It's
1: just a never-ending streaming freaking cycle.
2: It's a circle of
0: life.
1: <laughs> I think I won off this wild ride. No, I could
0: definitely see, like, if TNT came back around, this would definitely be on the rotation sometime here and there. You know what I mean? Like, I can definitely see, yeah. like, this kind of content being relicensed back to
1: other things.
2: Yeah, I can see that.
1: It's almost like a streaming service is now the movie theater. It's the same principle. Once it's done with its streaming run, then the rights go over to TV. There you go. Once yeah. again, we just keep rolling. Yeah,
0: there should just be another streaming service that's low-rank collecting originals after they've been popular for a
1: while. So, are you saying to touch on the whole walmart five dollar dvd bin <laughs> are we gonna see a five dollar code of dvd <laughs> well, actually no so are blu-rays the next thing to potentially be going extinct oh blu-rays are gone dude blu-ray sales have dropped so heavy so is the only a... reason
0: that we still see them is because of our geography my friend oh 100 percent. dang so
1: like now the dvd bin is a blu-ray bin
0: next time you guys go on to vac- go on vacation go into a best buy just go walk into a Best Buy and see what the DVD rack looks like there. Or go into a Walmart and see what the DVD rack looks like there compared to where it is here. And you will see the geographical thing.
2: I couldn't tell you the last time I looked at a DVD section anywhere. Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> that proves the point, though.
2: <laughs> I couldn't tell you the last time I walked into a Best Buy.
0: I'm just saying, here, it's a lot more prevalent just because of the demographics of the area. Yeah, No, that makes total sense.
2: Why go into a store when there's the internet?
0: That's some Portland fucking thinking right there.
1: (laughs) Fucking millennials. Goddamn millennials.
0: All right, so I don't remember where we really left off because we got really,
1: really high, but that was Coda.
2: Academy Award winning Coda.
1: Yeah, I'm glad we we watched this movie, and hey, who knows? Maybe we'll watch uh, next year's Best Picture too. Maybe we'll get you on the Oscar train now, Dan.
0: Yeah, I don't think I'm going
1: to be riding that train. We'll just drag you to it. It's fine.
0: (laughs) Now, I mildly liked it, and I'm sure next Oscar season, I will mildly like whatever is presented to me as well. But coming up next, we've got a certain birthday boy.
2: Birthday special.
1: Do I finally get to reveal what it is? I think you finally get to reveal what it is. Okay. Boy, howdy, am I excited? Let me tell you what. The movie that we're going to be watching is a movie that I've been wanting to watch for a while. Or re-watch it for a while, I should say. Um, it's got a couple couple favorites. Paul Dano, Dano Radcliffe. We're watching Swiss Army Man. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: You guys ready to get weird? <laughs> well, that's uh, if, if there was a less perfect John pick out there, I couldn't think what it would be.
1: Yeah, that means a lot. Thank you.
0: This is the movie the simulation made for John.
2: Yeah, I'm not surprised with this pick at all. Very fitting.
1: It's you know this movie has so much heart. It's it's all about farts, love, and friendship. I mean, what what else do you want in a movie?
0: And you're up to your armpits in dano.
1: Yeah, we are. Mm.
0: <laughs> I can't wait to feast. Well, if you wanna send our good friend Alan John some birthday wishes.
2: Go check out our Instagram and Twitter and TikTok at TH Cinema Podcast. Make sure to rate and review us on Spotify and Apple. means a lot. We appreciate it. It's pretty cool. Thanks in advance.
0: <laughs> Thumbs up all around. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, so if you see... Three really high people running out to an Uber Eats driver like a bunch of ravenous chicken hungry monsters. Come over and say hi. That might just be us. Okay, bye.
2: Bye. Bye.
0: Um, his name is, where is his fucking name? <laughs> I had it pulled You were doing the and, research. I was doing, I did the research during the movie. I did the research during the movie, and now I'm going back into goddamn IMDb. to a goddamn fire again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, is it tomorrow? WrestleMania.
1: WrestleMania night what? They're playing yeah, it? Well no, because tomorrow is Saturday, isn't it? Yeah but they do it in two nights now. What the what? It is playing at the movie theater. <laughs> what the
2: <laughs> You can go watch WrestleMania at the movie theater.
1: <laughs>